3: Let's go places.
4: Greetings and welcome inside the final crazy hour of the Jason Smith Show with my best friend, Mike Harmon. Yeah, Where drama of two kinds. You didn't think you could have drama in a 30-point game? Well, you were wrong. Uh, There was drama with the Lakers' loss by 30 to the Suns. There was drama with the... Of course, double overtime win by the Denver Nuggets. Damian Lillard goes for 55 in defeat. Uh, But clearly, look, we had two different games going in different directions tonight. We're going to talk about both of them over the course of the next 60 minutes. Um, But, you know, clearly to talk about the Lakers here for a second. All right. This was a game that was it was out of control for them very early. Right. The Lakers got out to a lead to start the game. And after it was five nothing Lakers, that was kind of it. That was the last of the good times for the Lakers as the Suns just kept hitting shot after shot, and it was Devin Booker's first half, and they played this game with a lot more intensity, a lot more sense of urgency than the Lakers did, even though we thought, oh, LeBron's going to put the team on his shoulders tonight. No, I've told you many times, he's not that guy anymore. I told you he wasn't going to be able to do it. He couldn't do it tonight. Um, now it becomes all about Anthony Davis and his health, and is he able to play in game six? And what's going crazy tonight on social media is Charles Barkley and the phrase street clothes, because <laughs> Charles Barkley said, I call Anthony, I call Anthony Davis street clothes because he always wears street clothes, not playing tonight. Uh, tonight's a thing. It's all about AD and what he can do going forward, Mike, because clearly the Lakers, he's the guy that makes this team go.
6: Well, that's just it. We talked about him over the course of the year as the MVP, right? That passing of the torch, even begrudgingly. Uh, upon his arrival in LA, they get the title last year, and we saw how important he was to making everything flow defensively. Number one squad. When he's off Things go a a little bit south when we talk about it offensively, having he and LeBron James on the court opens things up for the shooters. Guess what? Uh, They've gone cold going on a month plus and now in a big spot where there's no AD. Did try to warm up multiple times before the game. How much of that was playing possum trying to uh, at least put in to the Suns that perhaps he'd be available. I don't know what it did otherwise because now that they got absolutely buried nobody could hit the broadside of the barn and, and LeBron took an early exit as did ad because they're going to get criticized for that too uh and deservedly so Uh, but doing all the warm-ups all it did was stir the drink of all right what's the deal with anthony davis and you're going to have a lot of folks pointing fingers in his general direction uh as to how this series plays out remember almost 83 percent winner of game five uh finishes the job in the best of seven Uh, So with Anthony Davis, it it becomes
4: now about not not about his legacy, per se, because the guy's already won a championship. It becomes about what kind of player is he? Is he someone you can count on? Because that's the big thing, right? If if it's about Chris Paul, it's about counting on. It's about counting on Anthony Davis. Now, you paid him to be the guy that's going to carry the Lakers for the next three or four years, right? That's the guy you paid him for. He's 27, let him him carry, and then when he gets to be 31, 32, then somebody else comes in to be the 1A, then eventually they take over and the Lakers have it working. But it's now about, is Anthony Davis a guy that you can count on? Because... Clearly what we've seen this year, he got paid and he had a tough time staying healthy and his stats were way down. He wasn't the same guy. And now that he can't even stay in the lineup, he's, he's been in and out. And he missed you know a ton of games. Only played thirty six games this year. He played half the games. That's got to be a big question if you're the Lakers. I mean, getting out of this playoff series and and moving on. Regards, you know things have changed for the Lakers. I mean, they've they've looked really underwhelming this entire playoff series. And up until tonight, the Suns were underwhelming. They both were very overrated uh, coming into tonight. Like you look at this playoff series, I would say what two teams are playing the worst? Well, outside the Knicks, like what two teams are (laughs) playing the worst and were overrated? The Suns and the Lakers, because you know this is a two. Two series in which uh, you look at the the uh, the situation of both teams. You go, boy, the Suns really haven't been playing well in the games they won. Now they finally did so tonight, but the first couple of games they won, they just played okay. AD was injured. How are you going to do? And then the, the Lakers, you can say, boy. Lakers just played okay. They had one good game uh, with LeBron and AD when when they won, and they took the series lead two games to one. But that's really been it because AD's not been in the lineup. And you can say both these teams are kind of overrated coming into it because – Hey, do either of these teams look like they can be championship contenders? I mean, the, the Blazers look like they're more championship contenders. They just had the, the rough luck to go up against the Nuggets so far in this series. <laughs> uh, so there's lots of teams that look way better than both of them. But tonight was that night for the Suns. So if the Lakers wind up being a team that's overrated, you say, how do we make this thing better next year? Because if you can't count on AD to the point where he's going to try to get through the series and the playoffs and he's only 28, but if he's breaking down a little bit, you're stuck, man. You're stuck. It's we need that third superstar. And for for all the thought that it was great if if LeBron and AD were playing together, and then you had everybody else fill in, that's enough. That's not going to be enough, especially if you don't know what you're going to get from Anthony Davis. So suddenly you're the Lakers. You're thinking, boy, we really need that third superstar. Like that's got to be that's got to be who comes in now. We need we need that. Th- we now suddenly have to reconfigure everything we've done to go out and get that third superstar. So it's not just Game Six in this first round series for the Lakers are at stake, if AD's dinged up and they go out here quietly, it's the Lakers have to go into a long-off season of, man, we we won the title and now in 72 games we couldn't stand up for it. We couldn't stay healthy enough. LeBron missed time. AD missed time. Can we count that they're going to be healthy all the way through? I mean, that you can't because LeBron is not getting any younger. LeBron is is, is 36 and now suddenly he's going to be someone that – you don't know what you're going to get from him. You think AD was going to be the guy. Now you know he might not be. And you're really stuck if you're the Lakers.
6: Well, it's funny because when, when we had to make our picks, and obviously the team that efforted worst was the, uh, well, my Miami Heat, who went out uh, with a whimper uh, in all of this. But when when we went through the playoff scenarios, right, it's, it's all who can stay healthy. And so many teams came in with guys who'd either miss significant time Early in the season or were literally just coming back towards the end of the regular season, right? Those final two, three weeks, the tune-ups as they were. And and one of the big concerns with the Lakers was very much that. And LeBron to a point, but Anthony Davis, the reputation, the history, the games he's missed this year. And and Chuck Barkley is gonna get ripped, and I'm sure you know a lot of folks are going back saying, well, AD's got a ring. It's like Chuck's at some point, people are going to see Charles Barkley highlights and really understand how good a player he once was. Right? Because I think that's been I don't, in all seriousness, I think that's been lost in all of this because of the loud, brash guy that he is on TV. People forget that he was a dominant NBA player once upon a time. He's not just some guy who's been sitting in a studio shooting his mouth off for 40 years, <laughs> which I hope to be. I hope to be that guy 40 years shooting Remember- my mouth off.
4: Remember when Harmon just shoot his mouth up? I wonder what he was like. Do you got any any highlights of Harmon from high school? You got any of
6: those? No, there's none of those? Just him shooting no, his mouth he was sitting okay. around screaming like an idiot even then. <laughs> but, the, but just the idea of for them, for the Clippers, for the Sixers, all of these teams was can they get through unscathed from a health perspective? That's why I didn't pick them. And I went with Denver in the West. Was All right, they already lost Jamal Murray. He's doing a good job cheerleading. But can they play enough defense to get over? Well, it looks like maybe they'll survive this series, and we'll see what happens from there. But with the Lakers, now that we're going to be hand-wringing, and with Phoenix, how seriously hurt was Chris Paul? Or was it more uh, a sell job, and they were up 30, He was wearing the brace and everything, but he was back on the sideline, so didn't need around-the-clock treatment and everything else. But we'll see what happens there. With Anthony Davis, is he going to be ready for Game 6? And even if he is, you know, where's he at physically? And, and will any of these guys ever hit a shot that isn't named LeBron James or Anthony Davis? I mean, mm. I'll, I'll take you back after game one, you know, going back to my fall guy uh, comments of a night ago. This was from Bill Plasky of the L.A. Times. This was his uh, the headline was Anthony Davis barely showed up in game one and the Lakers paid the price. <gasps> and it went through a number of the year. You know, Devin Booker grew larger by the minute becoming as big as the moment. Anthony Davis evaporated. Eventually gets into this this is why you paid him a lot of money, all of these things for the big moments. After game 2, the headline from clunker to classic, Anthony Davis and Lakers are back. It's it's all it's all on Anthony Davis. Yeah, right. it's like and me change. being a Mets
4: fan. Hey, it's oh, this is terrible. Oh, this is the best. Oh, this is terrible. No, but I mean it's 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 the direction of the Lakers is what's at stake over the next two plus games. That yeah. if, if Anthony Davis comes back and he is healthy and proves he can lead the team and go through the playoffs all right. If AD can't come back, he plays a few minutes and comes out of game 6 and can't play and the Lakers lose, this is we need a new direction. Because we can't trust that our top two players are going to be healthy. We Aren't can't they happy right the,
6: now that Schroeder uh, turned down that $84 million extension? Oh, oh, oh,
4: oh, yeah. They can't get rid of Dennis Schroeder fast enough.
6: Right? They, I mean, they, think they about get it. Get it if he, if, think enough. about it if he'd accepted that offer after that miserable performance tonight when they needed him, just when they needed him most. Randy Van Warmer would have been incensed if he'd been singing that to Schroeder because he didn't show up at all.
4: Uh, I mean, really, it's 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 hard to sit back and say, here's a team that just won the title a few months ago and they seem to be set for a long time. But that's that's now where we're at. Look. Time. Sometimes uh, things change. It takes a long time. Sometimes it just takes a few months. But that's that's the situation for the Lakers. The next game or two is going to tell you their direction and what they need. Do we need to go out and make a trade with the Heat to get Jimmy Butler? You know, do we need to trade Talon Horton Tucker, who everybody loves? Uh, do we need to go trade him to get a third guy to come in? We got to move some salary around so we can bring that third guy in. I mean, that's what it's going to be because it's 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 that it's that kind of fork in the road time for the Lakers because if A stays out. It's it's going to be how much can we count on him, right? And 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 that's and that's not going to go away. And just suddenly, I feel great. I feel great. Okay, AD's twenty eight years old, and and he's proving to have a tough time staying healthy. Look, the 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 bigs he's got to guard a little bit more athletic now. He's got to do a little more up and down the floor, and he hasn't missed a lot of time in his career up until now, but. Boy, that, that certainly is going to be something the Lakers can't, can't sit back and go, yeah, we'll gamble it. LeBron and AD are going to be fine for next year. They, they could wind up having one of those seasons where, hey, we thought we were okay, but everybody else is younger and better, and the Suns are younger and better, and the Jazz are younger and better, and the Nuggets are younger and better, and suddenly the Lakers are, are in the seventh spot again, except it's not a strong seventh spot. It's we had our guys play all season long, and we still had people injured, and now we're barely qualifying for the playoffs.
6: Lakers can't have that happen. It's the direction of the franchise that's at stake the next two games. As we know, life comes at you fast, and the uh, blink of an eye uh, of d- dynastic talk turns into, all right, what do we do now? And that that's where you're at, right? You're committed heavy money with with your superstars, but how do you can you get them to take pay pay cuts? See how it blends into what we've been talking about in the NFL <laughs> of hey, take a little less money. Maybe we would have gotten you another guy, huh? Huh? Uh, and maybe. For AD and LeBron, that's what it becomes. Or can you figure out a way to swing a deal that brings Steph Curry to town? You know, one, or one of these other superstars that maybe is uh, a little disgruntled and dissatisfied with the way things are playing out in their respective hometowns. It's going to be a very interesting offseason. See how i buried them? See how mm-hmm. i sent them off into the good night? No, oh, like there you that. go. I'm all done. I'm leaving, everybody. Goodbye. Goodbye, everybody. I'm taking off. 83%.
4: And maybe it just works this way. Somehow you find a way to get Damian Lillard to the Lakers.
6: Maybe that's what it is. How about that? <laughs> that would just be insane. That would work, right? Can we get Jerry Damian West to go Lillard work? For running the, uh... around yelling, "I am the captain now." <laughs> yeah,
4: let's get let's get Jerry West to go work for the uh, for the Blazers <laughs> and then make that trade happen. Hey, that's what we're gonna do. What do we do? Well, listen, we traded Lillard, but we did get Taylor Horton Tucker and Ben McLemore. Uh, they're gonna be great for us. Okay, we're very. You know
6: happy what, what? Though no, 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 but it ain't gonna work because Jerry West is pissed at them right now. Remember? <laughs> oh, that's right. Remember yeah. oh, because of, of that top mad. five bus. I forgot. Yeah, about no, that. no, no. They he got snubbed there. I mean. That's 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 the worst he's ever felt about any of this stuff. And yeah, he felt that's like he right. Had to right. She thought she was going to get a free pass because she had to kiss LeBron's ass and put him on that team. So figured <laughs> uh, Jer- Jerry's not going to care. No, Jerry cared. Jerry cared
4: a lot. <laughs> it is the first time in LeBron's career he has lost consecutive first round games. Also, the first time that he trails a first round series after game five or later. Ooh. This is what's happening for LeBron right now. I mean, it's, it's, the, it's the direction of, of the franchises. What's at stake for the Lakers in the next couple of games? The trust level of LeBron and AD staying healthy is everything. And if the next couple of games go well, okay, and AD's great, and then they motor through the playoffs, and AD is, is terrific, and okay, it was just a rough se- Okay, that's one thing, but boy, the other, the, other, uh, the other possibility, ooh, man, that's something really desperate in the offseason. Rick Bucher and more breakdown of the craziness that we saw tonight is next. Keep it right here. Jason and Mike Fox.
5: Be sure to catch live editions of the Jason Smith Show with Mike Harmon weekdays at 10 p.m. Eastern, 7 p.m. Pacific on Fox Sports Radio and the iHeartRadio app.
7: Hey, guys, this is Matt Jones, Drew Franklin from the Fade This Podcast. we got a great episode coming up, picks in all the sports, football, basketball. We do them all, but here's a preview of this week's episode. Nothing to do with anyone personally, but... Creighton is the team every year that the nerds, you know, the basketball nerds are like, you know, who's really Creighton? You do watch Creighton. They play. And I'm like, I don't want to watch Creighton because I agree with Shannon the dude today. Creighton's never going to win anything. Stop talking to me about Creighton.
2: Stop by the lounge. Now it's almost tip-off, and everyone's already on their feet. This is going to be good. That's the powerful backing of American Express. See how to elevate your live sports experience at americanexpress.com slash with Amex. Eligible American Express card required. Benefits vary by card and by venue.
4: Terms apply. Fox Sports Radio, the Jason Smith Show, with my best friend Mike Harmon. Hey, buddy. LeBron James has already said he's prepping for game six if the Lakers won't have Anthony Davis. Um, wasn't that how he was prepping for this game? Didn't he say that, Mike? I got the shoulders for this game, right? I could. I, did, didn't he say that? Did didn't he, he say did, for this but game? Then,
6: but then they taunted uh. everybody, and they had AD running through the paces. Oh. Uh. now I'm really gonna. No, I was only kidding. Now I'm really
4: gonna prep like AD's not going to be there. Oh my goodness! Uh, between that and Damian Lillard's 55 points, we have enough content for like 10 years. Joining us now on the hotline: NBA Insider Extraordinaire. Fox Sports 1 here at Fox Sports Radio. You can follow him on Twitter, at Rick Buecher. It is Rick Buker. And, Rick, this will be the first conversation we have where I don't think the Knicks are going to make the conversation, so we're okay.
8: Ah, oh, damn it.
6: <laughs>
8: okay, I'm going to try to keep my I'm going to try to keep my energy up for the entire segment even though you you hit me with a downer right off the top. But I'll live with it. <laughs> By the way, I'm very glad that you mentioned Damian Lillard because my goodness, I don't even know how to describe what he did. And if I was him and and I and, and it's a good thing that he's not me, but I would have, I would have just looked at Carmelo Anthony and Robert Covington and C.J. McCollum when we got back to the locker room and said, "What else do I have to do? Could you <laughs> knucklehead just give me one play, one single play down the stretch?" Uh, I mean, it, it just unbelievable. I know we we make a lot about Steph, and not to take anything away from Steph Curry, but what Damian Lillard did tonight 11 for 15 last I counted and just putting that talk about shoulders putting about talk about putting a team on your back I mean he essentially dragged them into two overtimes and certainly feels like a major injustice that the Portland Tra- Trail Blazers were unable to, to help him get a victory tonight because Damian Lillard went above and beyond in trying to make that happen Well, I'll tell you the first
4: thing Damian Lillard is going to say to C.J. McCollum. He's going to say, hey, so when you're standing near out of bounds and I pass Mm -hmm. you the ball, don't step back to drive to the basket. Just go forward, because if you step back, you're going to step out of bounds and blow the game in my 55
8: points, just to know. Well, you know what? And the funny thing is is that C.J. is a a pretty good, fundamentally sound player, and it's one of the things they teach you. uh, One of the first things they teach you in basketball is don't take a negative step don't take a reverse step and that's exactly what he did when he caught the ball. So, um, yeah, just, yeah, it was, it was, it was painful to watch. Obviously you guys know that Matt Buca, my son is a big Damian Lillard and Blazers fan. So I was watching that and the, the end of the game with him, uh, with all the highs and lows and especially in that first overtime when, when, uh, Denver goes up nine on three, three pointers and the, Blazers are not closing out, and they're going under, and uh, I, I. And then they come back, and they manage to get to a second overtime. It was just. Uh, it would have been tough to watch that happen to Dame in any in any circumstances, but to to do it with his number one fan sitting next to me <laughs> kind of doubled <laughs> doubled the pain of that, especially when it's my <laughs> my blood experiencing it.
6: <laughs> Yeah, just a, a brilliant effort. You have to question some of the defensive choices by Denver, of course, Rick, but yep. uh, succeed and proceed, as they say. But that was a game that I was, I was surprised that at some point Jokic didn't get tossed uh, for all the, the complaining and stalking and glaring. Yeah. The number of times he he was dribbling and just staring at the referee, I'm like, this is, this is almost uh, an intimidation to a whole other level.
8: Yeah, well, you know what? He doesn't have a reputation for doing that most of the time, and I will say that um, I actually, the the minutes that I've seen Carmelo Anthony guard him, I don't know if you can do it longer periods than than they've done it, but Carmelo gets up under him, and and as a vet, uh, and as a physical vet, he's allowed to get away with a lot. (laughs) I mean, in the the overtime, he was allowed to get away with a lot when Nurkic uh, had fouled out, Uh, but I, I like the way he makes Jokic uncomfortable getting up underneath him and Jokic feeling like, I've got this smaller guy on me. I'm supposed to attack. And it kind of takes him a little bit out of his rhythm. Um, and I, and I, you know, big picture, Blazers lose this series. Um, I, I, I like Terry Stotts. I think he's done a lot for that team, but they either need to add a Tom Thibodeau-type defensive assistant coach or or make a change because I, I just feel like the i mean they're 29th they were ranked 29th in defense this year they've been i think five out of the last six years they've been in you know the bottom half of the league uh, they 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 just they have too much talent and i think that defense is is really a matter of discipline and attention to detail and the demand that you give effort at that end of the floor and the blazers just haven't consistently done that and unfortunately in, in most cases that falls upon the coach when it doesn't happen
4: Well, here's the thing, though, for the for the Blazers, Rick, is that, you know, look, Lillard's got the upcoming contract that's going to pay him about 40 million dollars a year for the next four years. Uh, Forget about going to play with LeBron. Forget about going to play with Steph. Uh, Can can Portland say, hey, come play with Steph? And suddenly they're adding another superstar to go play there. Or is Portland too far off the map to try to make that happen?
8: Well, I don't know that it's uh, – I don't know. Are you suggesting that Steph go play in Portland? No, no, or? no. no. Sorry, I somebody, think he misspoke they, 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 just no, like, to like, go like, play like, with Dame.
4: Look, teams, look we've, seen, we've seen players want to go play with Steph. We've seen players want to play with LeBron. Is yeah. it too tough to get players to go play with Damon Lillard in Portland?
8: No, I don't, I don't think it I, – I, I don't think it is. I mean, part of it is simply they've already loaded up financially on Dame and – CJ McCollum and uh, and Nurkic, so they haven't had a lot of latitude. I mean, they convinced Carmelo Anthony to go there, and and he has had a tremendous run. That's a that's a great signal to any other player who wants uh, ultimately to go there. You know, Portland does have a little bit of that small town rains all the time um, uh, phobia about it uh, or stigma rather uh, among NBA players, but. I don't think the thing holding anybody back is that uh, you know that they don't want to go play with Dame. I think a lot of guys would love to go play with Dame. I think it's a matter of size of market and the fact that uh, Portland just hasn't had a whole lot of cap flexibility to make, make something like that happen. They've been trying time and time and time again to find a playmaking forward. Um, they've run through... A host of them and they just that has been the missing element i said it you know when lebron left cleveland and went to la if he went to portland that would have been that, that that was exactly what they needed as a lebron a playmaking three and obviously that's the best of them but if they could have gotten anything close to it or if they do get anything close to it to me i think that that's the magic pill to take them to the next level now who's out there and who's available um, you know, Kawhi Leonard's not going there. Paul George isn't going there. But that's the type of guy, if they had that at the three spot, then I think you're, you're talking about uh, solid championship contenders.
6: Fox Sports Radio, Jason Smith Show with Mike Harmon. On the hotline with us, FS1 analyst, NBA specialist, On the Ball podcast and of course uh, the the book Rebound with Brian Grant uh, that you can find at all your book purveyors, Amazon uh, Barnes and Noble, etc. Give it a a look-see. At Rick Bucher is where you find him on Twitter, R-I-C- B-U-C-H-E-R Rick joins us each and every week on the hotline, so we've avoided the uh, disaster long enough. I'll Preface it with this: uh, Wikipedia hmm. now says that the owner of the Lakers are Cameron Payne and Devin Booker. Your response? <laughs> <laughs>
8: uh, well, they certainly look—they certainly looked like it tonight. But I, t- what you saw tonight, and, and I'm going to get into this further on my podcast. But um, what you saw tonight is one of the secrets to the longevity of LeBron James. LeBron James made a decision very early on in this game that it was not a winnable game and he took his threes and he moved the ball but really gave you minimal effort defensively didn't play below the free didn't didn't work you know to to create uh any more than than he he had to um because he decided this was not a winnable game and and it it's it, look it's a decision. If they end up winning the next two, you'll look at it and go, that's genius. Why why expend yourself at 36 in a game that doesn't look winnable if it means that you can come back and win game six and win game seven? Um, but it is what LeBron has done throughout his career in that, you know, we're just used to seeing star players, like, try to figure out how can I drag my team to a victory and sometimes they get there and sometimes they don't but they they make that maximum effort and I dare say anybody I don't care if you're a LeBron fan I don't care who you are you can't look at what he did tonight and say that he went to the wall trying to win that game (laughs) (laughs) you know I I mean it just and you can you know there's going to be plenty of he's 36 uh he knew he was going to have to play heavy minutes well, yeah, okay, that's fine, uh, but if the game starts to get away with you in, from you in the first quarter, you throw out the window of trying to conserve your energy. You try to keep your team in it and think, okay, I'll figure out how to get a breath later on um, if we're still in this. But you don't just kind of concede early on and say, yeah, it looks like it's not our night, and that's essentially what he did. And I, you know, we had the, the game the other night where they're winning uh, at the end, and I'm not sure if we talked about it, but they're up by seven with 20 seconds left. And LeBron could not be more animated. Telling Contavious Caldwell Pope, he's got to shoot the ball and getting in Dennis Schroeder's mm-hmm. face, coaching the hell out of that team. And I'm like, you guys are up by seven. You're not losing this game. What are we doing here? And in the previous game, when they could have used it, they didn't get it. And what did we see tonight? I mean, he looked like a man who had seen a ghost for the most uh, for most of the evening. Tonight was a night where I needed to see LeBron James trying to rally the troops, trying to get these guys to say, "Hey, look, fellas, let's let's give it a best effort." And there was there was none of that. And, well, and with five minutes left, he he left. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> it, it it it. I mean. Look, the, the LeBron fans are going to say this is just hating on LeBron and it's just being hypercritical and look at all he's done. But I've, I've, I've seen this and I'm not even, you know, I think in some way it's, it's, the, it's the genius of LeBron because I do think it's been a factor in, the, in, in, in his longevity and his degree of success. It's just, it's such a weird thing to see somebody who is that good, one of the all-time greats who's able to turn to, to flip his competitive switch off and say yeah not tonight <laughs> I mean I just we never we I can't remember seeing that from any of the of the players that we put in the Pantheon that we put LeBron in it, it, it's um, but then again you know how many players have we seen go to nine finals in 10 years it's it's an extraordinary thing but I, I do believe that his ability to, to, to take a business like approach and measure when a game merits his all, all out effort and when it's, you know what, let's just coast along and, you know, have a decent looking box score and live to fight another day. I do believe that that's part of why he's been able to do what he's done as long as he's done it.
4: You know, And lastly, Rick, here's the thing is that you can say, oh, boy, things look bad for the Lakers. Well, tonight was one game, and mm-hmm. Anthony Davis ostensibly is coming back six, Chris Paul yeah. leaves the game with an injury. I don't know what he's doing down low trying to get a rebound up 30 uh, in the middle yeah. of the third quarter, but he hurts his shoulder. Uh, this series is, can turn in a day. If Chris Paul yep. can't play and AD comes back, it could be the Lakers winning the next two games. So as bad as things look for the Lakers
8: tonight, I actually don't feel, don't feel that bad about them going forward. Yeah, no, and, um, and Chris Paul was doing what we see players do. Is they compete like they don't know when to turn it off, right? They're out there. They're going to compete now. Why Monty Williams had him out there is a fair question. Mm-hmm. But if a if a guy like that is out on the floor, I would expect that he's trying to like put his imprint on the game every single minute that he's out there. Now the other element here that people are not looking at, and I do think is a factor, is Contavius Caldwell Pope missed the last game. He played 15 minutes tonight. I think he took one shot. He's not anywhere close to the KCP that we saw in the bubble last year, or that we saw for a good part of this season. He's an important part of their defense and their three-point shooting. So, um, you know, what condition Anthony Davis is when he gets back, and what uh, what you know whether KCP can get any better than he was tonight. uh, Those are both. Those are both factors. And, um, you know, ultimately, I'd like to see everybody on the floor and see where it goes. I mean, that's what we saw in game one, and that was you know, Phoenix won, and it was a competitive game. And I, I, I hope we get to see more of that because right now it seems like it's a war of attrition for everybody in the, in the playoffs. It's not a matter of who's best, it's who's healthiest. Hey, the
4: Knicks are healthy.
8: We're down 3-1. Oh, see I <laughs> lied to you. We did bring up the Knicks. Oh, we yeah, did. Bring up the Knicks.
4: Yeah. Sorry. Yeah.
8: <laughs> yeah. Yeah, well, He's you know off. what? They're not going to be healthy much longer if uh, if, if Tibbs is playing Derrick Rose 38 minutes a night. That's that's yes. the recipe for him <laughs> for him breaking down sometime uh, sometime real soon. But hey, Knicks yo.
4: That's all right. We're going to get Damian Lillard in the offseason. It's all good. It's, it's going to work out. It's going to work out great. See um, how he uh, made that leap for you? You <laughs> can yeah. follow him on Twitter, at Rick Buecher. That is at Rick Buecher. Fox Sports 1, NBA insider Extraordinary. And more importantly, father of Matt Buecher, Damian Lillard's number one fan and hot take artist. Uh, as always, Rick, appreciate your time. Say hi to Matt Forrest. We'll talk to you next week.
8: You got it. Matt's not going to be happy if
6: James uh, is in New York, I'm telling you now. <laughs> <laughs> ah, it's a good thing go. that most of what Jason says never comes <laughs> true. Hey,
4: did you hear? <laughs> Damian Lillard's going to the Knicks. Uh, Twitter at How About a Fresca. Mike at Swollen Dome, the Jason Smith Show with my best friend, Mike Harmon. Coming up next, final thoughts on LeBron and AD going forward. And boy, ooh, the LeBron hype train is going to kind of slow down a bit. But what could turn Damian Lillard into Steph Curry.
5: That's coming up next right here. Fox. Be sure to catch live editions of the Jason Smith show with Mike Harmon weekdays at 10 p.m. Eastern, 7 p.m. Pacific.
9: Hey, it's me, Rob Parker. Check out my weekly MLB podcast inside the Parker sales event deals when you visit buyatoyota.com Toyota Toyota, let's go places
4: Fox Sports Radio the Jason Smith show with my best friend Mike Harmon look before we get to Damian Lillard just to close the book on the Lakers and their loss tonight it's about who's healthiest that's what's going to be the rest of the series it was a horrible game but it's just one game and no Anthony Davis okay and now Chris Paul is dinged up. Everything, the script could flip for Game 6 very easily. In fact, if there's no Chris Paul and there's Anthony Davis, how many points are the Lakers going to win that game by? 50. And then suddenly it's Game 7, and is Chris Paul coming back? Is that going to be enough? That's how fast it can change. Uh, but also part of this drama is uh, getting no minutes tonight. Was Montrez Harrell zero minutes from the Lakers, and he was one of those guys that okay, going into the playoffs. This is why they got him right. He was one of their big off-season probably the big off-season acquisition. Well, no, no, no. He got he twelve. Was mean didn't so he? much. He was going to mean so much. Mm, he got some Montrezza. minutes. Yeah, but not no, no, end, no. Not till the game. No, yeah, no, no. Not until trash time. No, 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 no. No, they, no. They put him in. He didn't. <laughs> but be, just like just, how is he not in the game until the very end? I mean, really? Well, because well, it didn't he, matter. What's happened? Yeah, but how does he not come in the game earlier? I mean, well, I, I don't get it. I don't get why he comes, you know, it, it, he, he doesn't get any minutes until the game is decided.
6: Yeah, just I just mean, wanted I, to make sure. Like, it wasn't, yeah. a, it wasn't a zero, because folks will be like, no, he played! Right, he Fine. got no minutes when the game mattered. When it mattered, it did matter. matter. Yes. Nine points, three, three rebounds in uh, garbage time. But, hey, they really did get to empty the bench. You only get to see this, I mean, usually at the last game of a series. I mean, this is, this yeah. is special stuff. Mm, I'll tell I mean, you. Even Jared been, Dudley got some minutes. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, look, uh, professional player, he's been in a long time. I'm not my, mocking him. I'm just saying his role on this team, the fact that they, they went that far to just say, all right, you get a couple too, is, it shows you how bad this beatdown was.
4: Anybody, anybody else want to come in for a little bit? Can we get Dwight Howard back? He wants to get a little bit of time. I mean, look, he, he went from being so important to yeah. a guy that's a spare part. He played five minutes in, in game two. Yeah. Right, in, in game four. I mean, he, he just hasn't played. He's just suddenly – he's fallen out of favor. And he was the big uh, player that they signed in the – him and Schroeder were the, big, were the big guys. And, you know, for a guy that went 14-6 and six in the regular season, now suddenly he's just – Not in any – not getting any any – not getting any rotation minutes. He's just coming in, yeah, whatever. We need somebody for a minute here at the end of the half or the end of a quarter. That's what he's getting. I mean, I'm telling you, that's a really shocking thing. The quote of the
6: night, though, that Mm. that Justin Frostberg, executive producer, sent to us, thanks to the guys back in the studio uh, as well. Dennis Schroeder on his mindset after his poor Game 5 performance. Ready for this? Mm -hmm. I just got to be aggressive and be Dennis. <laughs> I gotta be Dennis again. You know, we didn't get. We had a number of other issues and topics we could have talked to Rick Bucher for a good three hours. Oh, sure. Uh, but one, one of the things off of this game, though, and, and this series, is you're pretty glad Schroeder didn't want the eighty four million when he did when he turned it down, right? Mm. I, I think everybody mm-hmm. in Lakerland can agree. All right, that, that we, we dodged we dodged one there. We we dodged a big uh flop from a from a power forward that sends other guys crashing to the court here with his 0 for nine, 0 for four from three point range, minus 17, uh, one assist, four boards, and his twenty six minutes of ineffective play, zero points on the night. Mm. Uh now to get to Damian Lillard, who yeah. wowed us tonight. With
4: two big threes to send the game to overtime. One was because Michael Porter Jr. didn't know what the hell he was doing playing defense. So that's on him. The second one was an incredible twisting diving shot uh, that he's able to make to send the game to overtime before he runs out of magic to the tune of 55 points for Damian Lillard. But this is now a team that in Lillard's career has gone out in the conference semis, in the first round, conference semis, first round, first round, conference finals. First round, and now are one game away from going home in the first round. And this is a team with some talent. All right, Now, we, we talked about hey, being able to get a, a, a superstar to come play uh, with you in Portland. Is it that difficult? Because Damian Lillard is three years younger than Steph Curry, and, and even he's got a little bit more game than Steph Curry does at this point. But this is a team that's got a lot of talent, man. CJ McCollum, for not stepping out of bounds, is a pretty good player. You y- Nurkic is a pretty good player. Yeah. Norman Powell has been a terrific addition. Uh, this is where I go and say hey greg popovich what do you what what, you're not going anywhere in in san antonio what do you need we'll trade we'll make a trade please come coach us please come do that because that could help just like the steve kerr uh going to the warriors turned steph curry into look at steph curry as a big superstar uh, i'm telling you that could do it greg popovich could be that guy especially he's been in in san antonio for so long
6: would he want to go hey i'd make a run at him why not has been some rumors that he was ready to step away. Maybe you can get him to change locales. Mm. Twitter out, how
4: about a fresca? Mike gets Swollen Dome, the Jason Smith Show with my best friend, Mike Harmon. Uh, our best of podcast goes up in a few minutes on iTunes. Check it out, download it, subscribe. We'll love you forever. My buddy Ben Maller coming up next. This is Fox.
5: Infinity presents a new chapter in luxury.
2: And even checkouts
5: not until four. So
2: because the American express platinum card offers access to exclusive reservations at renowned restaurants, elevated experiences at live events and 4 PM late checkout at fine hotels and resorts booked through Amex travel. That's the powerful backing of American express. See how to elevate your experiences at americanexpresscom with Amex terms apply.
1: As someone who lives for politics, when a major scandal unfolds, it
2: was shocking.
1: I have to know what were they thinking?
3: Let's go places. Welcome to the Scene to Scene podcast. I am your host, Valerie Complex. Today, I am chatting with Ji Young Yu. Ji Young stars as co-lead in the six-part limited series,
2: Expats.
0: I think I learn a little bit with every character that I play. I think usually I play a character and it causes enough